Welcome to Retina Health for Life from the President's Corner, brought to you by the American Society of Retina Specialists. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Murray, coming to you from Miami. On each episode, we'll bring you inspiring conversations about your sight and the special role the retina plays in making healthy vision possible. We'll hear from expert retina specialists, as well as directly from patients about living life to the fullest with retinal disease. Join us and learn how to safeguard your retina health for life. It's my pleasure for this episode to introduce my guests, Dr. John Thompson and Ms. Jill Blim. Dr. Thompson is a past president of the American Society of Retina Specialists and practices retina in Baltimore, Maryland. Jill Blim is the executive vice president of the ASRS. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So every year, Medicare has an open enrollment that occurs in the fall, and this year it will fall between October 15th and December 7th for next year's coverage. With Medicare open enrollment just around the corner, I'm sure most of our audience have already seen television ads for different Medicare Advantage plans, but they may not know what to do during open enrollment and how to best select a plan from the retina specialist perspective. Dr. Thompson, can you describe what open enrollment means for our patients? Well, it's important for people to understand this because Medicare open enrollment is the time at which Medicare beneficiaries can make changes in their current Medicare coverage or maintain their existing coverage for the following year. Some examples of things you can do during this time means to change from original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan or to change from your existing Medicare Advantage plan to original Medicare to switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to another Medicare Advantage plan, and to switch from one Medicare drug plan to a different Medicare drug plan. Once you enroll though, you're locked into that decision for the following year, but you can switch from a Medicare Advantage plan back to original Medicare or another Medicare Advantage plan during the first three months of the calendar year. So Dr. Thompson, do people on Medicare need to re-enroll every year during open enrollment? Only if you wish to make a change in either your uh, Part B or your Part D uh, plan. The Part D is the drug plan. Uh, but if you don't do anything, you'll just be re-enrolled in regular Medicare. And that usually occurs with the Medicare Advantage plan. But it's important to review your coverage uh, annually because the benefits provider pharmacy networks, uh, drug formularies, as well as the amount of cost sharing can change from year to year. Jill, you've been an expert on policy for us at the ASRS. Could you give us an overview of the differences between original Medicare and these new Medicare Advantage plans? Yes, um, original Medicare consists of two parts, Part A and Part B. Part A is hospital insurance, which covers your inpatient hospital services, skilled nursing, hospice, home health care, and most people do not pay a premium for Part A. Part B is medical insurance, which covers physician services, outpatient care, and durable medical equipment. There is a premium for Part B, and on average, it's about $145 a month. Original Medicare is fee-for-service, which means that once you pay your deductible, 
the government will pay 80% and you will be responsible for 20% of your covered services. There's no out-of-pocket limit for original Medicare. Many people will opt to buy a supplemental insurance or Medigap, which will cover these out-of-pocket expenses. Medicare Advantage is an alternative to original Medicare. It is run by private insurance companies. It's typically a PPO or an HMO. It will cover Part A and Part B, and many of them will have a drug benefit, which is called Part D. And you'll see in all the ads that many of them have extra perks like silver sneakers or coverage for dental care. Medicare Advantage plans must cover all the same services that original Medicare has, but they can put in some steps that you have to go through to get care or limit access to your physicians and hospitals to people that are in network. That means if you go to someone out of network, you may not get any coverage for that. You may have to pay all of that expense yourself. So when looking at a plan, it is important to make sure your physician and your hospitals are in the network and to look at the Medicare Advantage plans formulary to make sure your drugs are in the formulary. And if it's a low tier, you pay lower costs. To get more information about the differences between Medicare Advantage and Original Medicare, please go to asrs.org backslash Medicare Open Enrollment or medicare.gov. So Jill, I think it's those subtleties um, that confuse many of my patients um, in their choice between Original Medicare and New Medicare Advantage. So Medicare Advantage, the way it it's presents itself on the television ads really seems um, remarkable in what it covers. But in fact, original Medicare allows patients access to the physician of their choice that participates in Medicare, not limited by the plan. Is that correct? That's correct. And remember, almost every physician and hospital accepts Medicare. That means no matter where you are in the country, you're going to be able to get medical care from a physician of your choosing. So Dr. Thompson, you have an incredibly busy, outstanding retina specialty practice in, in Baltimore. How do you address these issues with your patients or, or do you feel it's important to discuss the, the plan choice for your patients? Well, I think it's important because uh, certainly some of my patients have been burned by not understanding Medicare Advantage plans. And it's important to understand the Medicare Advantage plan because it may be good for some individual patients, but it does limit their choices. And the Medicare Advantage plan attracts seniors to their plan by offering extra perks, as Jill said, such as maybe less expensive prescriptions. Some even give stored gift cards for signing up for routine screenings such as colonoscopy or mammograms. They often offer some supplemental vision and dental benefits that are not provided by normal Medicare. But the critical question to ask is, do all of your current doctors, hospitals, surgical centers accept the coverage? And the most important fact for seniors to understand is that when you join a Medicare Advantage plan, it means you no longer have traditional Medicare. Your health care is entirely managed by another insurance company, such as an Aetna, Cigna, Humana, or United Healthcare, whoever is running the Medicare Advantage plan. If you travel to other parts of the country, if you have a summer home or winter home, 
for extended periods of time, will you be able to see a doctor in those areas if you need medical care? Are your medications covered by the plan that you're considering, the particular medications you're on? Are there out-of-pocket costs for office visits, testing procedures, or drugs? Also, does my insurer in the Medicare Advantage plan have rules for physician-administered ophthalmology drugs, and particularly the ones that we use for wet macular degeneration, diabetic uh, retinopathy, venous occlusive disease, which can include ILEA or Lucentis? The Medicare Advantage plan will likely limit your access to expensive medications by what's called prior authorization or step therapy. And it's very important to understand each of these programs. Prior authorization means that your physician or hospital will need to seek permission from the insurer to give you a particular service or medication. Each insurer has rules that determine if you're eligible for that therapy and that may delay your care. Step therapy means that the insurer can insist that you try a less expensive drug or treatment before a more expensive one is authorized. This means that your physician will not have a choice for which therapy they believe will be most effective for your particular condition. Physicians and hospitals may also receive financial incentives to keep their Medicare Advantage plans healthy, which is good, and avoid expensive medical care, which may not be good for the individual patient. This benefits you if you remain healthy, but can be a liability if you may benefit from expensive healthcare. And remember that even though you may not have a medical condition now, as a senior, you may develop one in the next year. I think those are all key points. We, we know that when we're talking to our patient cohort that is, that is maturing, that they are likely to need a retina specialist at some time even if they're not seeing a retina specialist now. And it's those patients, I think, Dr. Thompson, that, that, that have the most difficulty because they haven't planned for the need for a retina specialty care. And they're assuming that the Medicare Advantage program will allow them the same access to care as original Medicare. I, I think that's been the biggest disappointment for my patients um, when they find out that they may not be eligible for what we would think would be the best care. Um, how, do you, how do you reach out to people besides um, something like we're doing today to help educate um, potential retina patients? Well, I try to talk to my Medicare patients during the period of open enrollment and mention briefly, if they have existing Medicare, I say you should really keep your existing Medicare, especially if you're receiving expensive pharmaceuticals. And for my patients who are part of a Medicare Advantage plan, if they're not being treated currently, I'll say that this may limit your choices in the future. I realize there are valid reasons for some patients to choose a Medicare Advantage plan, but I think unfortunately, many of these elderly patients truly do not understand uh, what they're getting into. And one of the situations that happens is that when they join a Medicare Advantage plan, they're not required to surrender their Medicare card. And we've had patients come in and we always ask them if they've changed their insurance and they hand us their Medicare card and, and we go ahead and render services. And then we find out that either they or perhaps one of their children signed them up for a Medicare Advantage plan and the services that we gave them were not authorized. 
Uh, so this is something where seniors need to be very wary and understand what they're getting into if they switch out of traditional Medicare. So Dr. Thompson, my practice like, like yours is also um, busy. And I find that just like you've suggested that I use the opportunity before open enrollment to speak to my patients that are eligible for original Medicare or an Advantage plan um, to help give my focus to them in terms of the choice they make. So there are clearly advantages to, to both aspects of care, but I would like my patients most protected if they need medical care as opposed to if they stay healthy. And from that perspective, for me, I, I, I like the flexibility for my patients with original Medicare, and as Jill suggested, with, with Medigap in between so that we can do that. I feel that as their, as their surgeon um, and their retina specialist, I have the, the greatest ability to take care of those patients in the way that I think is best for them on an individual level. And I think that's one of the few things that gets lost in this discussion um, when you're watching some of the, the advertisements that are coming out at this time of the year? Well, unfortunately, the Medicare Advantage plans, I think, are very aggressive about advertising. Some of them go to senior citizen centers and areas like that and try to uh, promote their uh, product. And on the other hand, traditional Medicare doesn't do that. They do have announcements about open enrollment. And I think the name itself is also misleading. You know, they call it Medicare Advantage and the elderly patient thinks that they're getting something better than Medicare. And it's important to understand that they're getting something different from Medicare. But, you know, I certainly don't think it's fair to say that it's better than Medicare. Some of our patients also, and I'm sure you have the situation, you know, they're healthy, you're seeing them once a year and, and everything is fine. And they say, well, I'm saving money on my Medicare Advantage plan, but this is not just about ophthalmology. If they get cancer and they need an expensive immunotherapy for their cancer, again, they may have trouble obtaining that therapy if they're part of a Medicare Advantage plan. You know, I think that we at the ASRS as, as a society have always really stressed that we want our patients to have access to the best care possible for them on an individual level. And having that opportunity to choose your care with your retina specialty physician and, and not have it mandated, to me, that's, that's what, what I want my patients to understand. And, it, and if it does cost a little bit more for them, that's what I want them to pay for. I agree. I, I think that educating our patients and, and also just educating, educating the public in general is important because many of my patients truly do not understand the difference between Medicare and Medicare Advantage. I agree. And you know, I think you're correct. The calling it Medicare Advantage gives you that perception of, of more. Um, so there's, a, there's, there's some pretty sweet marketing in all of that. So, so Jill, do you have any final tips you'd like to share with, with our um, audience and our future patients or our current patients? I think I'd like to echo some of the comments you've already made, and that is you should talk to your doctors and see which plans they recommend and to see if original Medicare is better for you. Also, I would, as I said earlier, I'd look at the drug formulary either for a Part D plan or for a Medicare Advantage plan because your drugs are in a higher tier, that means you're gonna spend more money on them. You wanna make sure that your drugs are in the lower tiers. 
So the best thing to do is get advice from your physicians and maybe even your pharmacist. Yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. I, I don't always think about the pharmacy component of this. So I think that's really an important consideration. And then the other thing I'll do is um, we almost all in our offices have amazing people that are handling mm -hmm. our insurance plans and our billing. So sometimes I find I'm not even the real expert here. I'll give them an idea of my thoughts, but I'll also let them talk to the team that I have in the office to get a better understanding of, of what those options are for them. And I think your idea, um, Dr. Thompson, too, to remember is we're focusing on retina specialty care here, but, but our patients often have multiple medical problems. So we need to be part of that team and the patients need to understand how important those choices are. So I'd like to thank both of you. I think this is uh, a unique episode. Um, I don't think that we really talked much about Medicare and Medicare Advantage and the implications for our patients uh, with, with retinal disease. So I really appreciate that. So thank you, Dr. Thompson. Thank you, Jill, like always. Um, and for those of you listening, remember, um, join us um, for more information at asrs.org slash patients. And also remember that you can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter. So I'd like to thank all of you for joining us. An excellent, uh, an excellent show. Our first show with, with three different uh, points of views. Mm -hmm. So it's been fun. So thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tim.